This is Heavy Home Football. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the lonely Dallas Cowboys. We also talk about the upcoming playoff game between the Skins and Seattle rematch of 2005. This and much more live Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, what's happening? We want Dallas. We want Dallas. Oh, wait, we got Dallas. And oh, we yeah. kicked living crap out of them. Well, I only have one other thing to say. We want Dallas again. We want again. Dallas again. And it, and it looks like we'll be seeing them again in about a week and a few days. We hope, dude. Now we can't get ahead of ourselves. First things okay, first, right, man. Right. We'll be playing on Saturday. The Redskins will be playing the NFC West champion, the 10-6 Seattle Seagulls. Yo, Seattle Seamans. The Seattle Seamans. Yo, the Seahawks. Seattle Seamans. Did they have to play the Patriots this year? Dude, the Seahawks didn't play anyone. You guys want to go over the schedule they had right now? Yeah, right quick. Yeah. I would love to go through their schedule. Week one, Miami. Week two, Miami. Week three, Miami. <laughs> Wasn't quite that easy, but uh, week four Atlanta Falcons. No, that was less. Win was against Tampa Bay. Um, they had two victories over San Francisco. They beat um, St. Louis twice. They lost. They only beat Arizona once. They beat Baltimore. Um, they beat. Philadelphia, barely. Um, they beat Cincinnati. And they beat Tampa Bay in the first game of the year. Cincinnati. Around there. So, uh, so what you're telling me, man. What I'm saying is that they, they didn't beat anybody except Tampa Bay. And I think Tampa Bay is extremely overrated because they played in a crappy conference, too. Okay, John. Okay. But not to interrupt you. But before we before we get into all that, we made a promise to the podcast listeners that if we beat Dallas, we would do something this week. Oh, and we did, didn't we? Do you remember what that is? I remember exactly what that is. Do we? Uh, do we want to go ahead and hook that up? Yep. Do it. We said we would get our mom on the podcast, so let's do it, John. That's it, John's gonna John's gonna ring in Josh and Aaron's mom on the podcast. Yes, sir. Hold on one moment. A Harry Hog football exclusive. <laughs> An exclusive first. We get quality guests and no less. Right here at HarryHogFootball.com. <laughs> <laughs> While John's figuring out how to uh, dial in the three-way phone call with my mom, we will... Go ahead and say Happy New Year to everyone out there. And what a happy new year it is so far for us Redskins fans. That's right. Happy Happy New Year, all you Redskins fans out there yeah. and all you Harry Hog football people. Hi, Mom. Yes. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, honey. What's Harry Hog football called me, John? That was me. That yeah. was John. Yeah. John called you. So we promised all we promised all of the listeners, Mom, that if if we beat the Dallas Cowboys, that we would have you on the podcast this week. That's nice. So, what did you think about the game, Mom? 
I thought that was a really good game. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Much more than the last game, even though, <laughs> even though they lost the last game, we enjoyed it because we had some Harry Hog football people here at our house, including Sweet Little Amelia. Mom, they was a few, they, few games back. You're Mom, they won Mom. that game. Oh, that was a few games back. <laughs> and they won that game. You were asleep. No, I was not. That game when we, me and Suzanne and Amelia were there right before Christmas, they won. Yeah, they won that game. They beat the Giants. No, I'm talking about the one that Jonathan was here. And I have a picture of you and Amelia and Jonathan sitting on the couch in your football outfits. There, in your Redskin outfit. Mom, those are uniforms, not outfits. <laughs> well, in anyway. Anyway, they won that game, December Mom. I hate to tell you. It was on December 16th. Yeah, they beat, they won that game. They beat the Giants. So, 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 Mom, who is your favorite Redskin? Who is my favorite Redskin? Oh, my favorite little Redskin is Amelia and Sam, two of them. <laughs> who is your favorite Redskin that plays for the Redskins right now? Well, my favorite Redskin was Jason Campbell. But he's out of um, commission right now, so my favorite one that's replaced him is Collins. So you just like quarterbacks? Not necessarily, but I like the two of them, and Collins has just sort of seemed to click with everybody else, and they're really working good together out there for us. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. And Moss, I like Moss, Santown Moss. He's just really good at catching all those except the – couple that kind of slipped out of his hands a couple times, but that was rain that kind of caused that, I guess. <laughs> I guess the ball was a little wet out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, so, Mom, real quick, before we let you go, do you want to, uh, do you want to sing a few bars of uh, Hail to the Redskins? Oh, I'll sing that with you, but I have a question for you. Where did y'all get your Harry Hog football name from? Where did the Harry Hogs come from? It's a long story, but uh, you can read it on the uh, on the Harry Hog website. But the but the, uh, the, the very 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 short version of that is that it comes from the country of Wales. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's Welsh. It's Welsh. Welsh. <laughs> okay. so go ahead, go ahead, Mom. Sing. Hail to the. Oh, don't we get the music to go with it? Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on a second. All right, Mom. Here you go. Here comes the music. Oh, I'm singing too, right? Hail, hail to the Redskins. Hail, hail to the Redskins. Hail, hail to the Fight on, till you have won, sons of Washington. Rock, rock, rock. Hail to the Redskins. Hail, victory. Praise on the warpath. Fight for all these Yeah, we I think we're a little off between the different uh, connections. That we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was cutting in and out a little bit, but that's all right. We appreciate, right. appreciate <laughs> you singing. 
I've heard much worse at the stadium. Yours, so. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. I hope that um, this brings some good luck for this week and we get another great victory for the Redskins. And who, who are we playing this week? We're playing um, Seattle Seagulls or something like that. That's right. They're called the She-Hawks. She-Hawks. <laughs> yeah. The Seamen. And then the next Seahawks. week, and then the next week, if we beat them, you know who we're playing again, don't you? Oh, Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Right. See, right. mom's on top We've of it. We've been having a rivalry with since what the 1960s or something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Way back when. Yep. And we're gonna beat them good. That's right. <laughs> the second time, or is it the third time? Uh, it'll be the it'll second be. time this year. Second time this year. Second time this year. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, thanks, mom. And we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll just take it one game at a time, though. Right. One game at a time. That's right. <laughs> okay, okay, Mom, we'll talk to you later. All right, you guys keep up the good work there for the Redskins. Okay, we will. <laughs> All right. All righty. All right. Bye. Oh, hey, I have to tell you, I finally got my, not a Christmas letter this year, but a New Year's letter sent out in the mail today, and it has a picture of Jonathan and Aaron and Amelia and underneath the picture, it has everybody to go visit carryonfootball.com. Well, all right. <laughs> and thanks for putting me on there, too. <laughs> I didn't have you in the picture Josh, because you weren't here. <laughs> Josh, you, you've been, Josh, you must have been disowned and been replaced okay. by Jonathan. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Love y'all. All right. Love, love you, too. Bye. 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 All right, everyone. So, as promised, there, there was Aaron and uh, Josh's and Mom on the uh, podcast, just like promised. Right. And if we win this week, we're going to have the ever-elusive Roberta on the podcast next week. <laughs> Does she know that? <laughs> John, you're going to have to make that happen. I don't think she knows that, but... Uh... She'll be more than willing to go on, but uh, I don't think she'd be as interesting as uh, as maybe your dad would be. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, well, no, he'll, he'll definitely be on the podcast if you want. No, we're yeah. saving my we're saving my dad if they beat the Cowboys. Or, or how oh, about this? That'd be great. How about this? Yeah. All the listeners out there, if you guys have somebody that should be on, your mom, your great aunt Nellie, or somebody like that, um, or Mavis. You know, if, if Mavis yeah. should be on, yeah. Either either drop us a line at uh, Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball dot com, or uh, give us a ring at two zero two six five seven Hale H A I L. That is two zero two six five seven four two four five. And tell us why they should be on the podcast. Let's, let's reset because we're kind of falling to the end of the podcast with everything going on here, it seems. So, uh, that's true, that's true. Let's, let's rewind and get back to uh, the beginning. We've got... There you go. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about this game, dude. I only have one thing to say about... How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? Dip, dip. How about them cowboys? Yeah, dude. I, I seriously, 
honestly hope all you guys out there that uh, have been joking Cowboy fans incessantly this week, that for all those Cowboy fans that are just like, no, we weren't even trying. Um, yeah, you were. <laughs> and you were losing 20-6 to six at halftime, and we hurt your quarterback, and your dumbass coach sent him out again. And, um, and we, we, held, we held you guys to how many yards? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Take the, take the, uh, take the S off. Take the, the S off yard. of that. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the ground, the Cowboys, I think, um, had a total of one yard, which was like three feet. I think it was the, uh, the, the, the Cowboy record for futility. Um, yet another thing for Redskins fans to joke the Cowboys about from here to eternity. Wasn't that like, uh, wasn't that like 2.6 inches per carry or something like that? It was 3.6 inches a carry, I think. 3.6 inches a carry. So basically, if they carried it three or four times, they got about the length of a football. That's awesome. Nice. Dude, you guys know what my favorite Why play? Marion Barber went to the uh, Pro Bowl instead of Clinton Portis. That oh. makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Oh, and I heard today that... That's it. Dude, I heard today that um, Roy Williams got in the Pro Bowl somehow. Well, yeah, you know how we got in. How? He's in at the second safety now behind Ken Hamlin. What's that? Because of uh, the open spot for Sean Taylor. Dude, there ain't no open Not spot. because he went up to the uh, to anybody that uh, voted, and he just yanked him down from behind. Dude, <laughs> dude Sean Taylor. Like taking a guy who's been suspended from playing an entire game for, for constantly – illegally tackling people and get, putting them in the Pro Bowl. That's almost as good as Sean Merriman coming in second place last year for NF, or no, AFC Defensive Player of the Year after he was suspended four games for steroids. We hey. reward those people, folks. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, guess what, dude? That's fantastic. Dude, we also rewarded today Bill Belichick as Coach of the Year after cheating. Yeah, you know, well, that's because of the fashion statement he makes with the cutoff sweatshirts. Anyway, if you guys looked at the site last week, if you guys looked at the site last week, you saw that my boss loaned us the chief for the game, and apparently it worked. But this week, oh, yeah. this week he has bet a Patriots fan. He's going all out, all right. He has bet a Patriots fan that if the Patriots are lucky enough to meet the Redskins in the Super Bowl, he bet them on the game. That if the Redskins, unlucky enough. Yeah. He bet him that it, when the Redskins beat him, you know, whoever wins, the other person has to buy the other person and their wife, like this fancy meal at this German restaurant. And you know what? The uh, I was talking to the Patriots fan. He's like, I can't wait, man, because I'm going to buy. He's like, I'm going to get like three desserts and 100 drinks. And you know what I said? I was like, oh, so just like Bilicek, you're going to pile it on? <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, nice. we have not reveled in the Dallas win enough, dude. Woo-hoo! Rebel. You know why? I think it's because, yes, it was a great win, and, and it was certainly great to see that, and that's Redskins football. I mean, it was awesome. And uh, But, you know, I think everybody's focus has kind of shifted. It's like we can't sit here and celebrate. You know, let's concentrate on Seattle. Let's, uh, you know, let's get out there and, and keep moving ahead. Right, because, you know, if we don't beat Seattle, we don't get a chance to build on the 
as far as the rivalry is concerned, the historic victory at the end of the season over Dallas. Right. Um, you know, like, you know, like I mentioned last week when we had Tom on, that that's one that we're going to be talking about for decades. The mm-hmm. Redskins beat Dallas to make the playoffs. That's huge. But if we don't beat Seattle, it's a big deal. We got knocked out in the first round. Mm-hmm. Got to beat Seattle. Got to focus on the Seahawks. I saw today that Seattle was favored by three points. And before my mom was on the phone, John was mentioning the cake schedule that they've had. And quite frankly, they may have the 12th man over there in Seattle, but the Redskins have that 21st man that's going to be on their side. Damn right. That's right. That's right. I mean, you look at this past week and and look at the score coming off the field. We won by 21 points. Yeah, and as Joe Gibbs said in his press conference, um, players were saying that before the even, you know, before the game was even over, they were like, "It's twenty point, twenty-one point difference." Right. And you know that that just that just makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up, man. Right. Dude, I mean, if you want to talk about a couple of the great things, you know, the the Cowboys haven't had anybody rush a hundred yards against them this season. Yes, they have. Who? CP. <laughs> what? Clinton no, Hortis. Up to this point, up to this point, they have not had anybody do that. Here's a and, couple and other great things, dude. Here's another great thing that I haven't heard anyone else point out. If the Cowboys would have won that game, they'd have went 14 and two, having their best regular season ever. Do you know another team that has gone 14 and two? Um, that would be the Washington Redskins in uh, 1991. Mm-hmm. So there's another thing that we stopped. We stopped their Tony Romo's prediction of scoring 30 points and beating their total point record for the year. We stopped Marion Barber from reaching 1,000 hey, yards. Wait, wait, did, did Tony Romo say 30 or 3? <laughs> yeah. We stopped Marion Barber from reaching a 1,000-yard season when he only needed, like, what? I think he only needed 21 yards. Yard. <laughs> I think it was 25. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere around 25 or 21, yeah. I thought it was 21. That was it. Only needed and we stopped Jason Witten from getting four catches to make a hundred catches on the season. What did uh, what did, what did Portis end up with for the season? Yard yardage total. It was like thirteen hundred um, something. Let's see. Yeah, Marion Barber finished twenty five yards shy of the thousand yard season because he uh, lost six yards on the game. <laughs> yeah. So, let's see. Clinton Portis he had one hundred and four yards on the game, and he ended this year. With uh, a measly 1,262. Measly. Easily. <clears throat> Marion Barber should be in the Pro Bowl. Exactly. Put, put Marion Barber in the Pro Bowl, not, not Clint yeah. Porter. Uh, you know, the Pro Bowl, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get in my Pro Bowl. And wait, and wait, here's a bit of something to add to that. How many games was Portis out this year? None. He wasn't out officially for any games, but he had a couple games where he didn't, he didn't run much, especially – at the beginning of the year. Right. Because we didn't even know if he was going to play in that first game. He was, I mean, Portis, when he's healthy like he is at the end of the year, it's like Santana Moss. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's like having Budweiser or Guinness. <laughs> at the beginning of the season, we had Budweiser. Right. Now we have Guinness. <laughs> hey. then, but how many, uh, you know, was, was Marion Barber, did he play every game? Was he taking regular, you know? Yeah, but he was also splitting some uh, time with Julius Jones, don't forget. Yeah, well. But he, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like Clinton and Liddell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Marion Barber, he finished, uh, he played all 16 games this year. Yeah. 
Hey, did you guys um, happen to see any of the comments coming out of the Dallas locker room following the game? Um, I'm specifically speaking of Terry Glenn and uh, Tony Romo. No, what were the comments? Well, A, Terry Glenn was whining, saying that something to the effect. What did she say? (laughs) And and don't quote me on this. I was channeling my inner uh, Bill Parcells there about what did she say, if you guys remember that from uh, a couple of years ago. His own coach calling him she. Well, this is what she said, dude. Something to the effect of that LaRon Landry on that one hit was trying to hurt him because he knows that there's a possibility that they can face them again in two weeks, and he wanted to take them out because, what did he say? It's The game's going to be in Dallas, and it's something to the effect of it's going to be much more difficult for them there. Okay. All I heard was... And and here's another thing, another personal goal the Redskins prevented from happening this week. They prevented Terry Glenn from catching a pass this entire season. Way to go, Terry. (laughs) She only played in one game this season. Yeah, and she got a pass intercepted and right in front of her. And that was it. Uh Uh-huh. And the best part about that is when she got up and started giving the signal of, oh, there should be a flag on this. And meanwhile... Meanwhile, the Redskins are moving down the field with the ball, and he's just like, oh, crap, I better chase. <laughs> when, you, when you keep saying she about Terry Glenn, it makes me think of, you know, some good old Saturday Night Live. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> my friend Terry. <laughs> anyway, dudes, moving on. Oh, man, you know, Bill Parcells, he did coach the Cowboys, but that guy could could trash a person like nobody else. Anyway, dudes, it is old school. Yo, you guys know what it's time for? What time is it? You guys know. What time? It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. That's right, y'all. Kicking the Balls Award. Um, who wants to start it off this week? Oh, who can I kick? Uh, Jason Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> well, for not turning over the reins to Todd Collins earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, dude, I don't, I don't have a kick. I'm sorry. I have no kick this week. Oh, dude, we're playing the Cowboys. You're allowed to kick anyone on the other team that you want. I kicked the entire Cowboys. I kicked Tony Romo for letting a football slip through his hands and hit him in the head, make him look like a dumb nut. Oh, say that reminds me. I'm going to oh, put that, that, that clip. Yeah, dude, I'm going to put that clip in case you guys haven't noticed. I'm putting that clip through the whole first ten minutes or so of this podcast looped on, so you can see how dumb Tony Romo looked. I, I rewound it like a, I rewound it like about twenty times on the uh, TiVo. Right after it happened, just so I could show Amy. I was like, "You gotta see this again. You gotta see this." Josh, didn't I send oh, you the awful. clip? Didn't I send it to you? What's that? I sent you the clip. I know you sent it to me, but I saw it when it happened during the game. Oh, okay. And I had it on the TV, and I kept rewinding it. Dude, can you get that on the site? Yeah, we'll put it up there. Also, it's going to be in this podcast for the first ten minutes. Anyway, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, everyone's enjoying it. So who are you giving your kick to, dude? we got to get this show on the road. I, I don't have a kick. All right, well, I all do. The, all of the Dallas 
all of the Dallas fans that showed up pathetic. All right, I have a kick, first of all. And I point, I, I pointed this out to John during the game, and it's going to go to none other than number 19, wearing the black and white stripes for all the bad calls he made, especially the one. Oh, man. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, that's and what's giving him what what I'm giving him the kick for is a couple things. A, when that fight broke out and that red skin got totally tossed down, when they showed the replay, number 19 was looking right at it and didn't throw a flag. And the reason why I know number 19 was looking right at it was because the camera was looking right at it and number 19 was running into the frame. Okay. Yeah, no lie, man. Second of all. As far as far as I know, and you guys can send me in an email and correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I know, the rule in the NFL is if there's a field goal at the end of the half or the game with five seconds or left on the clock, the five seconds run off the clock. Am I wrong? I think you're right. I think it's supposed to be a five-second runoff in the last two minutes of the half or the end of the game on a, on a kicking play. I believe on field goals. I don't know if that counts. That's not on like a punt or a kickoff. Yeah. But on a field goal, it's supposed to be a five-second runoff automatically. That's right. Yes, they gave Dallas an extra second for Romo out there to get hurt. Yeah. Because that's what happened to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my only other I kick. Were on the phone during that part, and we were so pissed off. Dude, I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the what the rule is there. Honestly. Well, don't ask Joe Gibbs. But anyway, my only other kick award goes to the kicker, Sean Swism, for kicking it out of bounds near the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Other than that, that they play good. Questionable going for the uh, ex cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it didn't look good seeing him do that. You're just like, dude, the ball went out at like the 23 yard line. Right. Anyway, John. what do you got, John? Oh, man, if I got to give a kick to somebody, um, I'm going to give my kick to Wade Phillips. Um, <laughs> for that <laughs> thing that he's those of you who don't know. Um, he, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because he's coach of the Cowboys. Two, because he took over a team that Bill Parcells built into an offensive powerhouse and had them totally poop the bed against their rival. <laughs> uh, three, putting Tony Romo in there after in the in the third quarter after he got somewhat hurt at the end of the first half on a play that Dallas shouldn't have even been able to run in the first place. Dude, he was so, trying to reach his personal goal. To, I, I guess trying to. Uh, Added stats, trying to get Witten those extra yards or catches. You know, I don't know what he was doing. That was dumb. That was stupid, man. He got himself an extra interception. Man, got to look at the big picture. You can't look at that. Yeah, yeah, and and really, you know, it's it's basically just giving him a kick for being a cowboy for inheriting a very good team that he's probably going to send down the pipes over the next few years. So, Wade Phillips, line it up. This kicks for you. There you go. Yeah, what was the whole thing about bringing the guys back out of the uh, locker room? That was wacky. Yeah, so Tony Romo could get sacked. Penalty, and then they gave him the chance to not decline it. It Like, dude, you guys declined it already. I know. What What are you talking about? (laughs) What is that? The refs were doing everything they could there to give the Cowboys another chance, basically. Yeah, that's 
second chance crap. It's like, what are you talking about? What are your guys decline penalty? Oops. That should have been it. But the beauty of it was, dude, is Tony Romo and his friends came back out of the locker room just so Tony Romo could get sacked. <laughs> and then, you know, put his hat on backwards. Right. Anyway, well, dude. Anyway. Um, well, I guess it's time to move on into... And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. All right, who wants to start with your Game Ball Award? I'll go. Go for it, dude. <laughs> uh, my Game Ball is going to go to Mr. Chris Wilson. Who? Chris Wilson. Oh, okay. He only had two sacks in the game, dude. What? <laughs> it's a good pickup. I didn't think... Did the Redskins have the whole game? Yeah, how many? I didn't think going into week 16, Chris Wilson would be getting a game ball, but that's pretty cool, dude. In fact, I kind of exactly. forgot he was on the exactly. team. Exactly, which is, which is why I'm giving it to him. I'm like, dude, step up. I mean, he, you know, he, uh, Josh, I'll let you say it. I'm, I'm totally joking. No, no, it's cool. I mean, he did. It's, you know, uh, how could you not watch that game and go, man, Chris Wilson, look at that great game he's having. I mean, seriously. When you look at him and you look at, uh, at uh, oh, geez, what's his name? The one-man game, Alexander, Alexander, the guy who is uh, totally Lorenzo at Mike Pichillo for making the team next year. Yeah. Uh, number 79 and Chris Wilson, those two together. <laughs> you know, that those are the young foundation guys that the Redskins have been lacking so much of over the last few years. Those are guys that are going to be solid contributors for years to come. Yep. And Chris Wilson stepped up, man. That's a good call. Yeah, man. So anyway. There you go. Game on Chris Wilson. Keep it up, dude. I hope to give it to you again. Sick. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dude, my game ball, I got two of them. I went back Ignore and re- I went back and wa- rewatched the game on that shortcut they give you on Sunday ticket. Anyway, I rewatched the game and I'll have to say my first game ball is going to defensive back number twenty four, Sean. Springs, because he's had a couple of huge games. And he started off this game with a pass defended, and then he got an interception, and it was pretty much downhill after that for Dallas. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And my other game ball on offense, my other game ball on offense is going to not only a good blocker, but also a good receiver and a heck of a running back. Number 26, Clinton Portis, for stepping up huge in that game. He was picking up blitzes left and right. right. He was making catches out of the backfield. He had some huge runs, especially that one where the two Cowboys ran into each other like a cartoon and fell down, and he got the touchdown on it. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, when they, they ran into him at, like, the 10-yard line. I know, that was great. Looked right through him. That was fantastic. Yeah. And he, pl- was- he did that. He did that colorful little flip, which I gotta say, Clinton, take it easy, dude. But I also want to <laughs> give be careful because you're like influencing college athletes. There have been two uh, running backs who have been flagged uh, 15 yard penalties in college bowl games over the last few days because of that, <laughs> and emulating him with the flip into the end zone. And plus, you know, I'm just worried about him hurting himself. I mean, we need him. So, dude, I also want to give a shout out to London Fletcher and the whole entire Redskins defense. 
and wanted to point out that my favorite play of the entire game was in the fourth quarter when the Cowboys tried to go for it on fourth and one, and not even one part of anyone on their offense crossed the first down line. It was like the whole entire team was stopped short of the first down marker. It was outstanding. Did you stop short with me? Dude, uh, dude let, let's let John give his before you get more excited and give one to everybody, dude. All right, go for it, John. <laughs> yeah, dude, to touch on what you were just saying, um, Dallas scored three points. They did not score a touchdown against the Redskins defense. Uh, let's see, my game ball, I got to I gotta give a game ball to Santana Boss, man. 115 yards, touchdown. Dude, dude, he's Guinness. He was, bud. He's now Guinness. <laughs> he, he's totally on. And, you know, a lot of people contributed uh, to this game. A shout-out to Headlights, Richie Caldwell, who made only two catches, 34 yards, and I think they were both on third down. If I remember correctly, dude is stepping up as a third down man. He's really making it big. He's a third um, down man. Dude, Randall L had a nice shoestring catch on third they, down. They might as well put in small. What's that, Aaron? Randall L had a nice shoestring catch on third down too. Yeah, he did. I mean, those guys are both stepping up. I mean, uh, Randall L and Richie Caldwell might as well have it like italics under the names on their jersey. Avoid the Lloyd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, I'm. T- Headlights, I've been impressed with him too, man. Headlights Caldwell. Yeah, now they're, yeah, they're giving him a chance to play, and he's making the most of it. I was impressed with him. I, I you know, um, it, not you know this week, but like in weeks past, and impressed with you know the the veteran Keenan McCardell, him coming in. I mean, you know, coming into the new system, it's almost like Rashe Caldwell. They, they brought him in there, and uh, he he just sat around, he studied, he learned. They put him in the game, and he did his thing. And, you know, I mean, he looks good. Dude, everyone's stepping uh, up. You know, everyone's stepping up. But, what about our dog, James Thrash, was down in that punt on the one? Yes. Yep. Oh, man, that was fantastic. Shout out to him. Um, and, and, you know, Keenan McCardell, he's been inactive for the last two games, but there's just, you know, with Thrash coming back and everything, there's just too many wide receivers and too many needs right. in other positions like linebacker for him to play. Yeah. But not to discount him at all because he's also come up huge. Yeah, totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. My game ball definitely goes to Santana Moss, but I want to give one quick shout out to the Redskins fan. I think he was in the uh, I don't know which end zone it is, going left to right on your TV screen or on your radio dial. Um, I believe it was the left end zone. He was right, right in the middle. He's a big guy. You know, a big blonde wig and a big number nine pink jersey. <laughs> I said Romo on it, and I said, man, that took some guts to go out there wearing that. <laughs> and I'm giving him a shout-out to be right there waving his arms and flipping that blonde wig of his around. Nice. The time Romo was looking up there and having the ball squib right into his face mask. <laughs> fantastic. Because they showed that guy on Comcast before he even made it into the stadium. <laughs> And, I, and you could see him every now and then. He'd pop up on the screen like there'd be a, a replay from the uh, from the uh, overhead camera that goes around on the wires. Yeah. And you see him in the background just sitting there like way bigger than anyone else because, one, everyone's in burgundy and gold. And he's in pink. And he's a big guy, too. So I was pretty impressed. So a shout-out to that fan because that that's a true fan right there. That was awesome. <laughs> Excellent. 
right, this weekend, Saturday, 4.30 p.m., I believe it's on NBC. I might be wrong on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's NBC. All right. So hopefully we'll have some good announcers. Um, we will see. Uh, the Seahawks, are they a really good team, or are they just really good because and won their division because they're in a really crappy division? Uh, we talked about the, uh, the people that beat earlier, but um, if Matt Hasselbeck is having a good game, he's got some good weapons on offense. Um, Bobby Ingram is a good receiver. He's had his first 1,000-yard receiving season because they've actually had to move him up in the lineup um, with um, Deion Branch, who is a uh, uh, Super Bowl MVP, having some injuries, and it looks like he's back pretty well. He's a game-time decision, what I heard today. Yeah. That, means, really, he'll, that means he'll play. Yeah, they're going to have to make him active. I mean, he, he's definitely their number one. But Bobby Ingram, he's the, the number two, and he has stepped up really, really well. He's had 94 catches this year. Wow. Um, Do not forget Sean Alexander. Yeah, Sean Alexander is probable the last time I looked. <laughs> if he can he shake, said, the Madden, shake the Madden curse. Yeah, you know, he's he's been having his injury issues this year, but he also got a concussion against us two years ago, and he still scored a touchdown after that, right. um, looking really goofy. And his backup, Maurice Morris, is a, is a solid, solid backup. He's had a couple hundred-yard games um, here at the end of the season. So yeah. they're often, you know, they're, they're not to be – they're not to be trifled with. Don't forget their crowd, dude. If Hasselbeck can get a click in, our, especially our safeties and our secondary uh, as a whole are really going to have to step up like they did against Dallas. I, I think if we just play like we did last week, we won't have any problems. Yeah, dude, but you got to keep in mind they have like one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL, and we've got a couple new guys on our offensive line that I'm a little worried about possibly getting some false start penalties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, not on offense so much, but the Redskins are certainly used to a loud stadium. Well, hopefully they'll be able to battle through that sort of thing. Um, it, it, the offensive lineman having the most trouble right now is Chris Samuels, as far as penalties is concerned. You know, he's out right. there on an island doing his job, but he had, what, two false starts two weeks ago? Yeah, but this and week he played good, man. Focus or noise thing. Right. Anyway... We look we'll forward. That goes. And you know they've got a pro bowler second year. I think I really just what what the heck is his name? Latofu to whatever his name. is. Kelly Lapotu. Lapotu, that guy. Yeah, he's a solid linebacker. I mean, you know this. They had a soft schedule, but you know they're not pushovers. So this is a team that I think the Redskins definitely have to be ready to play on Saturday, and I think the Redskins definitely will be ready to play on Saturday. They are focused like they haven't been in years at this point. Yeah. And don't forget, and, don't forget, dude, that this is a rematch of the playoffs from two years ago. Right. Yeah, and you know, the only reason we lost that game was because Ocho Cinco couldn't throw the ball farther than 10 yards. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it really came down to that. They couldn't air the ball downfield at all in that game. Yeah. That would have made a big difference if the offense was, wasn't completely inept in that game. It could have been a very different story, and it should be. Dude, I'm, I'm already pumped um, for the game. I can't even tell you. So pumped. Pumped up. Pumped. 
Anyway, dude. Well, I have to talk Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, 4.30, I think. Don't forget, it's not on Sunday. You don't want to miss this playoff game. Anyway, uh, we got to move this thing forward because we're already a long ways into it, but I think it's time to give good old Tom a ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding, Tom Humphrey. Yo, 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 what's up, Tom? Hey, man. Oh, yeah, good, doing good. Happy New Year. Thank Happy you. Happy New Year. Yeah. Back in the game, huh? Yeah, man, that was awesome. Hey, hey Dallas awesome met some personal fun. goals, didn't they? thinking about it like could i do that could he swing in and pick me up that'd be cool yeah it ran through my head too <laughs> like could i do that i, I certainly could but I, well, i'm looking for a quick turnaround I'm, I, I heard the other day that if we do beat seattle the game would be the last game on sunday mm-hmm. i'm thinking of driving you know driving all day saturday getting down there getting close down there finishing up sunday morning going to the game and then driving back all day monday so Hey, dude, have you ever uh, heard of Southwest uh, Airlines? Yeah, we looked at um, we looked at. It. <laughs> I want the road trip. I want the road trip. <laughs> like bandwagon on the side of the car. It's <laughs> 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 not about doing it quickly. This is about doing it right. <laughs> there All right. you go. There you go. All right, dude. Yep. Well, did you get any uh, trivia answers this week? I did. And in fact, the guy who won, C.J. Craybill, he won before, but I don't think he's gotten his. Uh, the Firefox thing before, so I make sure he gets it. Okay. He lives in Dallas. Oh, that's he. I saw him on the. Uh, he was on the site. He was uh, putting something oh, up that on that BFW big rig. Yeah, putting on a yeah. chat. Yes, him. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I know. You live in Dallas, Fort Worth area. I know, man, but good for you for keeping the faith. Yeah, now he's having tough living down there. Yeah. Man, I bet <laughs> well, you he's. Not this week. I bet you he's having fun this week. Yeah, would be great. I'd be wearing a different jersey every day. Oh man. <laughs> My house would be burgundy with gold trim. Yeah. So give us give us the uh give us the answers and uh let's let's do the uh I'll I I'll give you the answer if you can remind me what the question was. <laughs> All right. Here, here, here it is. In, in the Super Bowl era the Redskins have hosted the Cowboys only twice in the regular season finale. Give a year and the score for each of those games. And then there's a bonus question. What was the significance of those games, the Redskins organization and its fans? Completely separate from who won or who lost the game. All right. Um, well, do you guys want to take a stab at it? CJ was the only one who got it right, so we'll get credit for it. But uh, do you guys want to take a stab at it? Um, That's what Someone did. Yes. Uh, was it 79? Nope. 
One of them was the last game at, R- no, no, at RFK, was, wasn't it? I think 79 was the one they finished in Dallas where Dallas knocked us out of the playoffs. Yeah. What about 76? That, I think we won to make the playoffs, but that was also in Dallas. Ah. Dude, dude wasn't the last so game at RFK? Yes. RFK yes. Stadium? last game 2002? 2002, I believe. Right. Yep. And that was uh, RFK Derby's last game. And the other one was 96, the last game at FedEx. Washington Redskins. He played linebacker for the Washington Redskins. 
Cowboys fan, especially this week. Choke Hail y'all. We're in, dude. We're in.